Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the We Ask Watson podcast. My name's Duncan. I am part of the team at Watson's Daily, and I'm joined this morning, as ever, by Peter Watson. Good morning, Peter. Hi there. How are you doing? Very well. Marvellous. Thank you very much. Uh, fresh from uh, attempting to cut my older son's hair yesterday with clippers, having never done it before. So, you know, I've, I'm calmed down today. I've calmed down. How did that go? Does he still look human? Uh, well, I did half a haircut. And by the way, that uh, for anyone listening, that was not half his head. Uh, oh, I was going to ask, that was, that, was that the left or the right half? No, no that, that should be, or, or the top of the bottom, <laughs> for instance. Um, but I mean, uh, in, on, you know, but I think that, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it requires more work. So I shall be uh, having another go. So I did the sides and the back. Uh, and then I'm going to have another go with the with the scissors this time. But anyway, anyway, so sorry about that. We've uh, gone down a rabbit hole there. Um, just really wanted to talk today um, about um, now. This is I warn you, this is going to sound boring, but it isn't. It's really important. And it's in, it is interesting. We're going to make it interesting. Right. So anyway, um, it is all about Hargreaves Lansdowne, right? So um, Hargreaves Lansdowne provides sort of, you know, wealth management services and a, and a, a um, uh, like a, a platform, right? So you can put all your kind of investments and whatnot on there. Anyway, basically, Lansdowne is the UK's biggest investment platform. And it announced yesterday a massive um, hike in um, in profits um, and a lot of that was down to younger customers taking more interest in their finance uh, you know their finances um, during lockdown so um, there was so, there was so much interest from younger people that they actually um, uh, lowered the average age of the customer for Hargreaves Lansdowne from 54 to 47. But the, the number of people, uh, you know, the deluge of people that, that signed up last year, um, the, the average age was 37. Now, um, I the reason why I think this is interesting is because, um, well, one is that the, uh, the government's you know, pensions and stuff like that is is really going to be pretty rubbish um, by the time we get, you know, we get to that age. And I think that the onus is is increasingly these days on people to take responsibility for their own money, which is which is scary. Right. I mean, a lot of people are not that interested in it or, you know, they feel they don't know enough about it and that, that but to, to learn about it would take too long. Um, however, I do think that, that, um, uh, you know, taking power over this, uh, taking charge over this from an early age is really is, you know, more important now than it ever has been. And so anyway, it's interesting to see, um, that, uh, younger people are doing this. And this is, this is great for Hargreaves Lansdowne, right? I mean, because, um, you know, apparently, uh, if you are, uh, you know, if you go onto their platform, um, you are unlikely to, very, very unlikely to actually um, to leave that platform. Um, and so, um, if they get you now, and as long as they don't annoy you, you're going to stay there. And you know, you're 37 now, but then obviously, you over time, you will stay with them get more assets and you're going to be their sort of next generation of earners so i mean it's a, it's very important and even though it's the uk's biggest investment platform it only 
currently has a 5% share of a £2.4 trillion savings market. So it's a really, you know, I think it's a really big thing here. You know, Hargreaves obviously doing well for, you know, uh, people taking interest uh, in trading. And I mean, that's not just the stuff that you saw last week with um, Robin Hood and, uh, you know, buying, uh, you know, people buying um, AMC Entertainment and uh, and GameStop and all the rest of it. Um, you know, people, I just think people, it seems to me that there is a general trend of people being more interested in their money, which is going to power a lot of things, not only trading um, platforms, um, but also sort of other financial service, uh, other financial services as well. So, um, so yeah, so I think it's a really, um, it's a really interesting area. It's an area that, that sounds boring and people just don't want to be involved in it, but unfortunately they're going to have to, um, you know, if if you if you want to, uh, you know, if you want to if you want to make you you want to ensure your lifetime membership of the local bowl, uh, you know, lawn bowling club, <laughs> um, you know, in your in your uh, in your old age, which which of course is something that we all aspire to. Absolutely, I, I it is top of the dream list, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is. Um, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, going going to uh, you know living living in the in in Spain or something is is not quite as good as it, it a thing as it used to be. So you know you've got to go on stuff that you know that's going to be there. So I think that the lawn bowling club is is going to still be there. Absolutely. Now, now there was something you said in the middle of that, Peter. I'd just like to pick up on, if I may. Um, yep. You said um, about. Um, this whole idea that once people are kind of chosen investment banks, they like Hargreaves land down, the chances are they're probably going to stick there. And that's a trend we've seen before, isn't it, with banks? People are very unlikely yeah. to change their bank of choice. Yes, that's right. I mean, um, uh, I, you know, I know I said this to say, so I didn't know whether you were going to say it or I was going to say it. Uh, I thought that you. Oh, God, OK, yeah. Is that you're, you are more likely to get divorced than you are to change your bank. Um, and I think that that, you know, even though over the years it has become easier to, you know, there have been efforts to make it easy for you to switch, uh, as, you know, switch bank accounts. People don't generally. Um, I and now I don't know, but my my feeling is um, that um, people may have uh, may have a tendency of having more than one bank account these days so you know that's where your monzos and revolutes and stuff come in because i think that more i get the feeling that more people are using these as another sort of stash if you will mm. you know so um so for instance um you know you could have a monzo account um to put your let's say your monthly spending money in right so you get your you get your wages in your uh, so-called proper bank accounts and then you hive off you know uh, whatever it, whatever amount it is for you know shopping and household expenses or something into monzo and then you use the monzo app to monitor your your um, shopping and and all that kind of stuff now i think that you know and that actually has been a problem for the likes of monzo um, because um, they really want your your paycheck to go in, mm. and apparently it just stubbornly, you know, they people refuse to do that. Uh, and I I want I think that may be a, a mixture between 
people thinking, oh, you know, being a bit, is this, this is a new bank, is it going to survive? And, you know, I know that Lloyd's or TSB, or, not, you know, Lloyd's or actually not TSB so much, but, <laughs> you know, Lloyd, Lloyd's, NatWest, uh, Barclays, whatever, you know, you're thinking, oh, are they, you know, they're, they're more, they've been around, they're going to be around, it's, it's going to be fine. So this, I think there's a bit of a trust issue as well. But, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that, um um, uh, you know that, that yes, uh, that people in terms of the banking side of things, um, people tend to stick with are tending to stick with their proper bank, but maybe have one or you know or another uh, account with with maybe a digital bank perhaps. Yeah, definitely, and that kind of the trust element you just picked out there is obviously going to benefit people like the investment platforms because. People are going to have, if people are putting money in there, it's hard-earned money. They could put it in a savings account. They're choosing to invest it. That Mm. trust thing going forward, once they've got their trust, people are unlikely to change, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, we are, I mean, it looks like we are going to be in a low interest environment for quite some time. You know, um, I mean, I, Obviously, it depends on what the underlying economy does, because um, if things start if things start to overheat, um, then, you know, central banks will start putting up interest rates uh, to try and slow things down. But, um, you know, failing that, you you know, a lot of people have got money lying around in a bank earning virtually nothing. Mm. So. You know, they then need so some people, some people are going out and buying Bitcoin and GameStop um, in in the hope of making a lot of money very quickly. Uh, But then you've also got other people thinking, well, actually, maybe I should do something, um, you know, a bit more, I suppose. Well, I say grown up, but, you know, if I do something a bit with a bit more um, a longer term view, uh, you know, and you and and then go to the uh, places such i mean god it sounds like i'm doing a massive blooming <laughs> advert for, for harvey santa there are loads of others around and they are not perfect because you know let's face it they got involved in that neil woodford scandal um not so long ago where they were recommending neil woodford's fund all the way down yeah. uh, and it then turns out that you know i think i i don't know there was some connection between so so this isn't a massive advert for how Chris lands down. I'm just using it as an example um, of, of, of somewhere that people could park their money and actually earn a bit of money rather than earn next to nothing um, from leaving money in a bank account. Absolutely. And for those kind of younger, money-aware investors, the other interesting thing about this is the fact there is a learning side to the platform, isn't there? So there are, there are ways people can learn about how to invest their money rather than just using the trading side of it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that is going to be important for trying to keep um, customers coming back, uh, because because I do think that um, it's not it won't be enough just to provide a platform. You need to provide, you know, how to do stuff, um, constant kind of, you know, ideally good quality constant information flow that people can use and then it gives people a much more um reason to come back to their you know to their respective apps to actually use them um you know rather than sort of log on to a platform and every now and again have a quick look and see see how you're doing i mean you you know ideally you want people to stay on there yeah and i think if you can make these kinds of you know offerings stickier um by offer by putting more on you know quality content on there then i think that'd be a really good thing 
Awesome. Now, that is a very interesting story, but I'm now going to try <laughs> and argue that another on the face of it fairly dull story is more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So I'm now going to the, ba- the, 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 the battle of dull. Yeah, absolutely. The battle of dull. So I'm now going to yeah, take the absolutely fascinating subject of credit cards, which <laughs> yeah. everybody loves yeah. so much, and try and make it interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, yeah, the story that caught my eye this morning um, was about, uh, it's another consumer trend story. Um, UK health. £16 billion on credit cards and loans last year. Um, So that's a figure from the Bank of England. And that's also the most uh, most repaid on borrowed on credit cards and loans um, since the records began in 1993. Mm -hmm. Now, on the face of it, that probably sounds fairly kind of normal because people haven't been going on holidays. A lot of people's commutes have gone down. Um, And yeah, okay, like I said, it kind of sounds like a fairly dull story. But I think it's really interesting because it means people have got money to do other things with. And I think it's, the interesting thing for me is what, they, what they're going to do with it. Because obviously, post-lockdown, you've got that argument, well, will people be um, more inclined to save as they have been doing or, yeah. or spend? Which um, I, I know you picked out in the Daily today, a few decades ago, Japan had that issue where a lot of people got into yeah. that habit of saving. And they yeah. always had to kind of encourage them to go and spend again. Yeah, But also, we've seen kind of uh, mortgage approvals still going up. Um, hitting yeah. record high, so that's obviously some people are using the, the extra money to do that, and then linking back into your story, some people are obviously choosing to take that extra money and invest it. Yeah, and I think it's really, really kind of important going forward and really interesting to see how that money that's been paid off and therefore essentially people have almost got back what they're going to mm-hmm. do with it. Yeah, I mean, I you know I would like to think. I mean, I I'm taking a more optimistic point of view generally on, on this. I think that. You know there are definite haves and definite have-nots mm. uh, for this for this whole pandemic thing, and I'm just thinking that you know the haves I would argue are going to be so. This isn't like normal circumstances, you know, because um, under normal circumstances this might this could be worrying that the rate of saving is going up, yeah, uh, and the rate of borrowing is going down, and uh, you know they, that indicate that there is going to be sort of stagnation within the economy um however this is different um and do you notice i didn't say the word unprecedented then (laughs) i I try to ban myself from saying the word unprecedented when we talk about coronavirus so thank god uh i didn't mention that word but anyway um i do think that we are uh we are uh in this is this is very different uh you know we are under different circumstances uh and i think you know when you are denied something i think it's human nature to really almost go completely in the other direction so when when things do open up i think people are going to really want to spend they really Mm. want to you know i think there's a there's a sense you know we we've often talked about this you know like going you know um maybe supporting local businesses so me going to buy my you know take away pizza from the pub down the oh, road rather than rather than the um you know rather than uh you know a well-known other uh, other you know purveyor of, of pizzas uh worldwide um you know i mean i you know i think that people are just going to want to spend more because they realize that without spending people just you know businesses just go under i mean and and you know that's going to be brought into stark reality when we all eventually emerge blinking in in the sunlight from from this lockdown you know we see lots of places that we we liked before and we just took for granted mm. are all going to be gone so 
I think that there's a combination. So I think the people that do have the money are going to want to spend the money. Um, and and the good thing about that is, um, although that's not going to help the have not straight away, um, if they spend the money, there's going to be a demand. There's going to be a big uptick in, in jobs available. For instance, if if leisure, you know, especially restaurants and pubs and stuff can open, suddenly you're going to have a massive increase in the, the need for bar staff, for restaurant staff. You know, there's there's going to be a huge uptick there. So, you know, and that will provide jobs for probably the have-nots, you mm. know, the current have-nots. So, you know, it, it's a bit of a delay, I think. The haves are going to power it, and then the, then the have-nots are going to hopefully consider, you know, help to continue um, to continue that trend. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, yeah, I mean, it's very important. Like, like you say, this is, it does sound a bit dull to talk about things like, um, you know, consumer spending, but it's so key because you really have to understand, you know, the mind of the consumer. What is the consumer thinking at the moment? Because if you don't understand that, you're not going to know where the, you're not going to be able to really work out where the economy is going to go so if you can understand this and really think well you know take a position on this where you think well i think that that people are going to spend uh and therefore economy is going to get better and you know that kind of thing then then that's a good thing but you have to follow these trends that's why i talk often about things like um, real estate uh you know because the the valuation of where you live um, you know, the, be it a flat or a house or whatever it is, um, is it does have an, in, uh, an impact on your psyche. Because if you think it's really worth loads, then you're going to be a bit more free spending because you're sort of going to think, well, if it's that bad, I'll just, I'll just sell, you know, I'll sell up and make loads of money. Or, I don't know, it's not quite that, but it, it just makes you feel that much more flush. Um, whereas if the prices are going down, you feel really kind of, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, oh, my, my, you know, I'm in negative equity. I'm, I'm earning, but I'm, I'm running to keep still, mm. you know, that sort of thing. And it does have an influence. So all of these things sound boring, but they are so key to actually understanding um, what is going on and the main drivers um, of, the, of the economy, which are the, you know, the consumers. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. That's why, why I always find the um, the kind of housing and the consumer spending stories so interesting, uh, and it, yeah. that's exactly that's why I, I find them interesting. Because like you said, that is it is really an indication of of what's happening from grassroots level up in, in the economy. Mm. And yeah. um, like I say, it's because people, it's not people like people are choosing to not go to the pub and choosing not to go on holiday and save instead. They're being forced. Yeah. And mentally, that's a it's, a it's a very different mentality to be in when suddenly you're allowed to spend again. So I'm inclined exactly. to agree, I'm inclined to agree with you that actually, once people are allowed to, that money sh- will start flowing again. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So there we go. I think that's about to, that's, that's as they say on the news. Uh, I think that's a lot of all we've got time for uh, today. Um, so uh, yeah, I I think that um, the only thing I was go- I was going to mention is um, uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning people who are uh, subscribers of um, of Watson's Daily um, look in your emails because I'm going to put another uh, the Daily Bites in there which will be another story um, for you tomorrow and uh, it is yeah Uh, it is indeed Um, 
so so there's that's coming tomorrow and we'll talk we'll um remind you again tomorrow about that um because then we can reveal what it's all about see because it's all a bit mysterious it's all a bit let's keep the mystery coming right so there's and and um the other thing is um for those of you who are subscribers silver subscribers and as i reiterate again that's not people who are who are of retirement age who subscribe that is it refers to the level of subscription um of watson's daily there's a competition just for you, um, the Silver Subscribers competition, where you can win time with me, uh, obviously virtually. Um, and, you know, I can help you with with a number of things, um, either, you know, talking about this kind of stuff or indeed um, careers and or anything else that I can help you with. So anyway, that's that's what we really that is all we've got time for today. Thank you very much indeed, Duncan. Um, it's always fun to have you on. Uh, and uh, thank you very much also for listeners to listening um, and supporting us in this podcast. Thank you very much, Peter. Thanks for having me. Cheers, then. Yeah, bye. bye.